0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the third episode of We Talk. I am your co-host, Ayushi Chaudhary, the External Affairs Associate for Women in Technology and Business at UT Dallas. And joining us today is Anshul Pardi, a tech whiz who has interned at companies like LinkedIn, Morgan Stanley, and Oracle, to name a few. Anshul is currently pursuing his Master's in Computer Science at UTD and will be joining LinkedIn as a software engineer after the completion of his degree. It is an absolute pleasure to have you join us, Anshul.
1: Thanks, Ayushi, for the introduction. It feels great to be part of this podcast and sharing my story to amazing students out there. Thank you,
0: of course. We're so excited to hear from you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: So as you mentioned, my name is Anshul Pardi, and currently I'm a CS graduate student at the University of Texas at Dallas. And I joined here in fall '19. And right now I am in my final semester. And once I graduate from UTD, I'll be joining LinkedIn as a full-time software engineer. And I'm pretty excited for that. Right. Absolutely. does
0: sound exciting. So yes. like you mentioned, you are pursuing CS. So did you always know what you wanted to do growing up and was CS always at the back of your mind?
1: To some extent, yes and to some extent not. So one thing was, I was always analytical minded and always into computers and mathematics and other things. And secondly, I loved geography as well. There was a time when I was small, I could name all the countries, all the 195 countries of the world with their capitals and every interesting fact about every country and like what their area is, population is, literacy is, what other cities are. So I could do that. I think now again, I may be able to do some 150 or so, but not full
2: (laughs) because time has
1: progressed. Yeah, but regarding this, I was a lot analytical minded. Like I was always with computers, but not coding point of view, but playing games or doing something or the other on computers. So I knew that maybe in future I will become a software engineer.
0: That's very interesting. And I think having that interest in geography, you know, when I was a kid, I was really obsessed with astrophysics. And, you know, I was like, I want to go to NASA. I want to work for NASA. But (laughs) that happened. But yeah, that's really fun. So, like you mentioned, you've always had that analytical mind. And when you first started your bachelor's degree in CS, how was that experience?
1: I started my bachelor's in 2013 in India. So that was the time when I joined my freshman year of college. That time, actually, I didn't know any coding, I was not familiar with any computer science concepts. And I was totally clueless, like I had this knowledge of physics, chemistry, maths. So with zero knowledge, I entered my university. And as you might be knowing that in India, in the freshman year, everyone studies the similar subjects, I was basically introduced to computer science in the first semester only, but it was an introductory course, and I still didn't get much of it. I was still kind of very amateur in that. So when I entered my sophomore year that was the time when I first got my hands dirty writing some code and writing something and I felt good and if this small piece of code can do wonders if it can uh, make such amount of changes so let's try out this thing so something like that was my experience.
0: Yeah, that sounds very relatable. Honestly, I'm currently in my sophomore year. And even though I started a bit of CS when I was in high school, when I moved to the US, everything was so much more practical here. So even in my first year, I like worked on a few projects. And that made me feel like, okay, writing and typing things on the computer can do wonders and people are actually doing wonders with that. So that sort of, you know, increased that interest and curiosity further. So that's really great to hear. And you mentioned that you will be working at LinkedIn after you complete your degree. So you've also previously interned at LinkedIn and Morgan Stanley, Oracle. So how was your experience there as a software engineering intern?
1: You know what, the process in India is a lot different than the process here. So back in India, I had interned at Morgan Stanley and then I worked full time for two years at Oracle before pursuing my master's in USA. So back in India, like uh, the thing is you don't need to apply to jobs and companies visit your college campus for uh, Mm -hmm. kind of campus placements and it's the companies who visit the college. So I belong to a tier one college called NIT Nagpur in India. So there were a lot of companies visiting our college for campus placements. One of the companies was Morgan Stanley, which came on first day only to our university. And I was fortunate enough to clear their coding rounds and clear their interview and bag an internship on the very first day of starting my third year. So at the end of third year, I had this internship at Morgan Stanley. And the experience was amazing, I'll say, because... I was not knowing a lot of things. It was my first corporate experience and a lot, lot, lot of things were totally new to me, like how to write production level code or how to communicate with your team members and make sure that you are based in that professional setting. So a lot of things were totally new to me and I learned a lot in that internship. Mm -hmm. I was not able to fare that well because I was totally new for that. But later on, I again uh, went to college and then again, different companies came to our campus for placements and oracle was one of the companies which came and i cleared their interviews and got selected there to work as i'm engineer so that time i had the prior experience of working at a firm at a Mm -hmm. bank morgan stanley so to some extent that helped me when i onboarded at oracle and it was good experience actually i will say like my team was one of the good teams there and we had a lot of challenging work in the two years i worked there And there were fun times as well. So overall, it was amazing experience, I'll say. I learned a lot, like specifically if you say Java. So Oracle owns Java and everything is Java there. So I got a lot of exposure to this language and to the various tech stack they use. And a lot of technologies were introduced to me and it were good two years. But what I realized was when I joined Oracle, that time I didn't have any plans for masters or so. I was like, okay, fine. I'm good at my job and I can succeed and I can climb that corporate ladder slowly. But later on, I had thought that why not try something now when you have all the resources available with you? If you can try, why not? Like later on, you should not regret that you didn't even try. So that was the reason I started planning for my master's and I gave my GRE, TOEFL and other exams and came here to UTD. Then coming to LinkedIn, so intern experience was amazing here. I'll say the best of the three, honestly. So LinkedIn, as you know, everyone sees what is available on the app or the website, right? So the changes which the engineers do there, it's visible to every member of the globe. Every member, it's directly visible. It feels great to be part of such an organization. Like you are directly creating an impact on a lot of people and it felt good. And the people there were amazing, so talented. And I learned a lot from this internship experience.
0: That honestly sounds so good great and you you're making me want to work at linkedin so linkedin is one of my (laughs) companies to work for so i'm definitely going to try but that sounds very very amazing and one question that comes to mind is your campus placements in india that is not the case here so when you were applying for this linkedin internship or even your job later on how was that experience different for you and i know because i'm also from india so i can understand there's a bit of a learning curve while you're applying for jobs here because the process is so complicated You reach out to people, you send in applications, and then there's three, four rounds. So did you face any difficulties during this process?
1: I was mentally prepared that while I'm coming to USA, the process is a lot different than what is there now. And I knew this beforehand only coming here. So I already made sure that back in India only, like before coming to USA, I am good with the technical knowledge about various concepts. I am good with that knowledge. So once I land here in USA, I can right away start applying to the various companies. I landed here in August, 2019. And even I was uh, fortunate enough to have a good friend circle with me here in UTD, where we reviewed each other's resumes and made sure that our profile is sounding good enough to the recruiter who is viewing our profiles. So September onwards, I started applying to the firms. I had applied to a lot of companies, but I also knew that networking is one thing which I need to start, which I wish I knew early on. Again, like it's a slow process, I believe. Like a lot of times people won't reply to you in the first place. People might be busy in their own uh, lives and in their own professional life, they'll be busy and they'll be getting tons of messages from different people, different students. It takes some time, but I learned that slowly and now like I'm progressing daily. Still, I'm learning a lot of things. It was a different journey than what we had back in India. So it's very tough to get interview calls here because the competition is immense. But the thing is, you should never give up and just be consistent in your efforts.
0: Very, very true. And like you mentioned, networking, I think that is one Mm -hmm. of the most important things one can do, especially early on. And I like to use this phrase and sort of quote with me and I like to keep it with me all the time is network is your net worth because even though it's important what you know, it's even more important who you know. And something that I've recently learned is one level further. Who you know, that is good, but who knows you? You can know 10 people, but if none of them are familiar with you, none of them know your skill set, It's not of much use. You can help them, but till the time they're not aware that you exist, you need something, they will not be able to help you. So networking, very, very important. And I think LinkedIn is the platform that is the best for this. And having a network, like you mentioned earlier, is very, very helpful. So were you in touch with any mentors that helped you throughout this process or somebody you found through networking that
1: helped you through your journey? It may sound a little different for me. So like there was not one mentor or specific person with whom I was always in touch. Like I messaged a lot of people on LinkedIn before coming here and even after coming here. So there were many people who are already software engineers at firms and who graduated from UTD and other unities. Some of my even friends who started their masters back in 2017 only, right after their graduation. Mm -hmm. And even my undergrad college seniors. So I contacted some of the people and they helped me, like whatever they had been through, they had told me. But I would say my biggest mentor was internet everything is just a google search away so we do have friends and teachers are always there to guide us and you should be surrounded by like-minded people who always support you in your journey but still like i would say that internet was my biggest mentor and i like to experiment things get my hands dirty and learn something get an experience be it good or bad so that Mm -hmm. i should later on not regret that i didn't even try
0: Right. And I love that line. My mentor was the internet. And I think there's a little bit of a, you know, software engineering or CS touch here, because as CS majors, or even software engineers, most of our time is spent on the internet googling for, you know, how does this work? So I can definitely understand where you're coming from. And moving forward. So you're the president of grads of computer science here at UTD. And you told me earlier that you've helped several people and you know, sort of, uh, you're giving back people help you earlier. Now you're helping people. So how has that been going for you?
1: So after coming to UTD, I not only studies, I also wanted to contribute something like make an impact, right. make something for which people will remember that I did something good for people or we as a group did something good this student organization called Grads of Computer Science, it acts kind of like a bridge between the faculty and the students. So first, whenever we have new student orientations or if incoming students want to get to with students, so they contact us and we help the incoming students. And even the current students, we help them with their job search and we conduct various coding sessions, like our technical sessions we conduct to help the students. And there's also multiple WhatsApp groups which we have where we constantly post various job openings so people post that we are hiring and message me if you want to know more about this team and the work so we just post and let other grad students know that there's some company which is hiring in these times and it will be a good opportunity for you to network with that person and connect with them. And not to forget that we also kind of provide referrals to people like we reach out to various friends or uh, alumni or various professionals on LinkedIn as well, if they will be able to refer some of the talented folks here at our university. So as of now, I think we have referred six companies, Adobe, IBM, Oracle, Tesla, Amazon, and latest one, Microsoft. So Mm -hmm. all big companies like we have referred and like we have kind of developed a community now where not only we, the officers of the organization are helping each other, but other students are now coming forward and helping the students other grad students are also kind of posting if they know someone who can refer more people from our university. So they're also coming up and helping us out in this. So it's great to be part of such a learning and a growing community where we all are helping each other out. It feels great to be part of it
0: yeah that sounds wonderful and i think having that community and you know having some people you can fall back on and rely on especially mm-hmm. when you're going through the job search process i think that's a very very important and helpful aspect because it gets kind of annoying and frustrating at times because you're applying you're not hearing back and you know you start to get defeated and when you have that community you have that sense of support so i think that's a very wonderful thing that
1: you're doing yeah yeah we have like currently more than 600 students oh wow yeah so it's a big community now it, it has grown a lot in this one semester like last semester there were around 250 or 300 students this time it's more than double now
0: i mean yeah. i'm sure it feels amazing helping so many people yeah and lastly so what's one piece of advice you wish someone gave you when you were just starting college
1: So I believe that uh, college is a time when you are undecided and you want to explore various options. So I would say that be bold, explore all the options, just explore it, experience everything, be it academic or professional or cultural or anything like whatever you want to do. So that later on in your life, you won't regret that you didn't even try that thing when you had every resources available with you. So explore options and then if you are becoming good at one thing, you should then stick to that thing and try to uh, develop your skills further in that. But at the same time, don't stop other things. You can also pursue other things as hobby. Just like what I did with geography, for example.
0: Right. So right. yeah. I mean, college is one time where you can take risk and not have as many adverse consequences because even though there's responsibilities attached, there will not be some earth shattering thing happening in most cases mm-hmm. if you take that risk. If you go and explore, and you might even just find your passion while you're exploring. So, absolutely love that. And thank you so much for all of the wonderful insight that you gave us. It was such a pleasure hearing your journey, your experience, and all of the wonderful conversations that we had today. So thank you for speaking with us today.
1: Thank you so much, Ayushi. It was great to share my experiences with the wider audience out there. And to all of you, all the best. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second segment, Campus Talk. I'm your co-host, Ayushi, and today we're speaking with Katie Balls, who is currently serving as the Vice President of Internal Affairs at the Society of Women Engineers at UTD. It is our absolute pleasure to have you, Katie. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. So why don't we get started with you telling us a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure. My name is Katie. I'm a second-year computer science major. And like you said, I'm the Vice President SWE. I also am involved in ACM projects here at UTD, and WeHack, which is UTD's first all-female hackathon.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. So I know you've been very heavily involved on campus, and you mentioned that you're a second year currently at UTD. So how has that experience been for you, working in so many different organizations, interacting with people like that? So how's that been for you?
2: It was really the best decision I made my freshman year to get involved in these organizations. It's helped introduce me to so many awesome people and also helped me kind of build up my resume and get experience as a freshman. Especially once COVID hit, being in these organizations allowed me to stay in contact with all of these people, even though we were away from campus. So that was super valuable as well. I feel like you just learn so many useful skills through these organizations that you don't learn in the classroom. So I'm so glad I tried to get really involved in campus. Yeah, that sounds awesome.
0: And personally, I've heard many students saying that CS majors always stay in a dungeon and you know, don't really develop most of their social skills. So I think being involved on campus is a very good way to do that, especially early on. So that sounds awesome. And moving forward, you've managed to grab software engineering internships at two of the largest tech companies, namely Apple and Facebook. So first of all, a huge congratulations to you
2: for that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was really excited. <laughs> As you should be.
0: (laughs) How was the entire job search process like for you? How were the online applications, the interviews, waiting for recruiters to respond? (laughs) What was that process like?
2: Yeah, well, it was interesting recruiting season for sure because of COVID. Normally you have in-person job fairs and other ways to network with people. So I kind of had to learn how to virtually network, which was very different. And also doing virtual interviews, I know I had to get comfortable with talking to people through a screen, which was something that definitely a skill I've developed over the last year now, pretty much. But because of COVID, I really felt motivated to spend more time preparing for those interviews. COVID left me with a lot more free time, which I was able to use to, you know, go on LeetCode and practice coding interview problems and just sit down and apply to internships. I probably applied to over 100 in the span of a few months because I really just wanted to not turn down any opportunity, just go for everything and see what happened. I definitely wasn't expecting to get offers from you know top tech companies like that but i also didn't want to limit myself so i submitted applications everywhere and i haven't hear back from them and then went through the whole multiple rounds of interviews all virtually from my little apartment here in dallas and not having to travel anywhere actually made it easier to interview with lots of companies during a single recruiting season which i appreciated because Again, I wasn't limiting myself because an opportunity wasn't local. So that was another thing I was able to take advantage of because of the whole virtual situation. But overall, I just had to spend a lot of time learning how to navigate this new virtual world between interviews and networking and all the things that we kind of took for granted last year. Right.
0: That sounds awesome. And honestly, it definitely was a huge challenge because it, all of a sudden everything went online and it was a bit of a learning curve for all of us at the beginning. But definitely we learned a lot. So mm-hmm. would you say you applied mainly online or did you go to career fairs that were held online or maybe reached out to people on platforms like LinkedIn? What was like the main percentage of the way in which you sent your application out?
2: Yeah, I did a bit of everything. I kind of kept track of all my applications and how I submitted them, like I have a whole spreadsheet. I would say the majority I did apply online, but when I really cared about a company, I would try and seek out another way other than just submitting your resume to kind of the black hole of online applications. So for example, for Facebook, I was able to reach out to people in my network who I knew had worked at Facebook to try and get a referral because I knew that really helped there. So I definitely kind of had to use my network for those companies that I really, really wanted to have a better chance at. And that really paid off. I also attended like the Grace Hopper Conference, which also opened a lot of doors because Grace Hopper companies really like to recruit from there. And even Mm -hmm. though the virtual career fair itself was canceled, at least in the original Grace Hopper Conference, and it was postponed, I was able to put my resume in a database they have before the conference. And I think some companies reached out through there as well. But overall, I would say it's kind of a mix of things because you can't afford to network with every single company. I don't think you have the time. But I think networking for those opportunities you really want is really valuable. In addition to also applying to as many places as you can to just kind of cast a wide net.
0: Absolutely. I think doing both of these things really sets you in a good place because just sending in applications online, like you mentioned, it's like sending them right into a black hole. (laughs) So that's a very, very good point. And Like you mentioned, having a few companies that you really care about and reaching out to people, making sure that people are seeing that you exist, your application exists and you're interested in the company. So love that. And when you first started out, what's that one piece of advice you wish somebody gave you that might have made the process easier for you?
2: One piece of advice. I would say one thing is don't underestimate yourself. I know I definitely did because, again, applying to these companies, especially as a second year, I thought I didn't even have a chance. If you actually like look at my text messages to my parents before my Facebook interview, I texted them, I'm not ready for this interview. I'm going to completely fail. It's just going to be a good learning experience. But I'm really glad I still went through with it, obviously, because obviously it worked out. So I would say definitely don't limit yourself, especially to you know underclassmen. Because I know a lot of underclassmen might think, oh, I can't get an internship yet because I'm only a freshman. And while you definitely shouldn't feel, you know, pressure to get an internship as a freshman, also don't hold yourself back from any opportunities. Most job applications take a few minutes to fill out. So just get your name out there, try it. There's no negative to getting rejected. If anything, it's just a way to learn.
0: Yeah, love that. Absolutely. So I think imposter syndrome is like the most common thing, especially <laughs> in the tech world too. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely love that. That's wonderful advice. And one last thing, what's that one piece of advice you would wish to give to somebody who has been in that process and is getting frustrated, not hearing back from people and sort of losing hope?
2: Yeah, it's really hard because I know how lucky I was in the job application process, because ultimately, no matter how hard you work, luck is a huge piece of it as well. I would say changing your strategy is always good, So if you've been submitting a lot of online applications and it's not working out, maybe next time try and email like a recruiter or email someone from your school who works at that company. I would also say a lot of people will, you know, spend a lot of time on LeetCode and just prepping for the technical interview. But ultimately, if you don't make it to the interview stage, you're not gonna get that internship. So if you kind of are in a place where you're just starting out, spend some time on personal projects and build up your resume before you worry about the interview stage Because ultimately, I think the hardest part to pass through is just getting your resume seen. And one of the best ways you can get it seen is through participating in extracurriculars, hackathons, and building those personal projects.
0: That's one of the most important things you can do, building your resume, working on projects, and then just having faith. Mm -hmm. So, Thank you so much, Katie. That was really insightful. And it was so fun hearing from you. So thank you for speaking with us. Yeah, thank
2: you.